Welcome, welcome to episode one of the Switched On Life podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about work. Work, what a subject to talk about. Some people might be shuddering at the word work. I, in some regards, quite love this topic because ultimately everyone has to work in some way. You know, you might think, oh, that's very easy for you to say, or you might think, oh, well, a top millionaire, they don't really have to work, or someone at the bottom of the pile, they might not have to work um, for some reason. But everyone in, in some aspect of their life has to work to get to, you know, to some sort of financial independence to, to do what they want to do, you know, to have a roof over their head. But it just kind of plays on different forms for different people. So for the majority of people, myself included, I go to work, I earn an income, majority of that will be spent on my housing to be where I am, to afford me the right to go to work, obviously social opportunities, hobbies, interests, holidays, those kind of things, we repeat the cycle. There's nothing novel there. Looking further up the chain, even someone like Richard Branson, I still like to look at him in this regard, still has to go to work. Yes, he might be on Necker Island and he might be doing less kind of work obligations and it might look quite fun, but he runs multiple, multiple businesses. He has to ensure that the people who run those separate businesses or the people he manages, um, that they're most effective as possible because he's accountable to lots and lots of people people who then to get a wage and then respectively have to live their life in this same way. So work is one of those weird things. I think a lot of people um, don't like the word or they shudder at the word. It's one of those things that I, it's quite awkward to bring up, I suppose, as a conversational topic for some people because when you say, what do you do for work? You're kind of saying, where do you fit on this socio social economic ladder so I can compare myself to you. But I don't really look at work in that way. I look at um, what's probably more intentional and the better way that I like to look at work is not what do you earn, but what does that job allow you to do? And some jobs are better than others for this. It's partially why I do what I do. Um, you may know this already, I'm a London taxi driver. Um, and I'm not going to go too much about how I came to be, but I'd done it mainly because I looked at what that job would give me as freedoms at the end of it. Some people might look at a job like, say, cleaning toilets and say, oh, I could never do that. That is a really, really disgusting job. But some people, like cleaners or whatever, they might like the hours it gives them so they can go to work very early in the morning, maybe finish midday into the afternoon, and then they've got the whole afternoon to do what they want. So for me... The taxi driving, because I can work when I want, I could really base it around my social life. Um, generally, I'll have like a few busier days, so I can have um, on my days off, I can go biking or see friends, go socialising, those kinds of things. And I think that's probably the more one of the bigger factors I personally would look into a job. Most people will just look at a job as what does it pay, where is it, how do I get there, you know, what what is it doing. I don't think there's really any shame in any job at all. Um, in fact, I, I would argue it's more intentional to get a job that allows you to do what you truly want to do. Because no one, some of us will have more fortunate jobs that we quite enjoy doing. I quite enjoy waking up and doing my job. It's not the most enriching in terms of what I do. You know, I have friends who are teachers 
they will teach people and educate people and that must be a really enriching and satisfying job to do whereas I merely drive people across the capital sometimes I have really good conversations don't get me wrong but largely we all work to get that income to get that bill so and really to focus on the stuff you want to do outside of work like I say no one's immune to work everyone's got to work in some capacity so I would say make it work for you there's no point doing a job that you don't enjoy or that limits yourself personally it's the old question of would you rather have a hundred thousand pound job a year um, but you are working say 80 hour weeks or would you rather a £50,000 job a year or let's say a £30,000 job a year, whatever the number may be, but you have a lot more time, a lot more freedom. And I think most people would go for the freedom because we know that time is the non-renewable resource. That's the thing that we cannot get more of. So coming back to that, my main point when it came to work, why I chose what I do, is to allow myself a better quality of life because it's not about the work itself. If it was about the work... We wouldn't need to go on holiday. We wouldn't need to have social experiences and spend time with friends. We wouldn't need to go sit at home with families if it was about the work. So it's never really about the work. It's really, I believe, the things outside of work. So some other topics here, some other things. I believe there is an upside and downside to every job. Some jobs have multiple upsides. Some jobs have multiple downsides. I personally believe that you should just limit the amount of downsides your job should have. And that is really subjective to yourself. Don't let anyone else define these uh, downsides for you. That is unique to you. So you could say, or in my case, a nine to six is a downside because I hate being controlled by hours or working for someone else. I don't like working for someone else because I don't want them to control my time or my expectations. So work out what your personal upsides and downsides are. You know, my upsides are that I can go to work when I want. Um, I can go home when I want, you know, take my breaks whenever I want. I can work as hard as I like. Downsides would be that if I go on holiday, I'm not earning any money. I don't get holiday pay like you would do in, say, like a really nice office job. So make it work for you. See what your ups and downsides are. Write them down, you know, in your job. So your next job that you're going for. Some some might be location. You know, I have to be in London for my job. That could be seen as a downside or as an upside. I like being in London. So my job kind of pays me to be where I am. Look at that perspective within your job as well. Um, like I said, no one is immune to working. Uh, Richard Branson, etc., um, invest I think as well invest in your job so whatever you're doing at the moment it's very easy to go oh I don't like my job or whatever like I worked in sales for instance business to business sales I was calling up HR managers and trying to sell them training um, for employees in their business and again on the value on the face value of it you might think that's a really horrible job how the hell could you do that I quite like having a schedule I quite liked improving and bettering myself in terms of the sales skill in terms of increasing my numbers of people i can call there's no harm really i believe in investing more in your own job and it can come in lots of different forms in retail i investing in retail like in in a job there you're still getting paid by the hour and some people believe in doing the absolute minimum just to get their paycheck and go home but 
I, whatever retail thing I was selling, I would look really deep into the products I was selling. How can I learn more about the products? How can I convey much greater information and detail to the people that I'm selling to? These are all ways of investing more into your job. Myself as a cab driver now, I can you know, clean my cab. This is things that doesn't necessarily earn me any more money, but by having a much greater connection with my job, I am more invested in it. I'm then going to enjoy it more. I control more aspects of it. People might talk more about it. Most recently, I've invested in a new cab and that kind of gives me a lot more of a purpose for work rather than just seeing it as a I can or, you know, not turn up for work because uh, I'm not really fully invested. The more you invest in yourself, I think the more you then get to enjoy the job. It's not about like signing your life away or saying I'm going to be here forever. Just some of the small things, um, maybe getting engaged with some of the people that you work with, go out um, on social occasions, maybe making social occasions if you're not already doing them. And that will make your job and what you do a much better place to work for. You'll want to go you want to turn up to work more often um, obviously you should be turning up often anyway because you've got to get paid but you'll want to go to work you will enjoy it and that will make your time flow better and they're all just great ways of just enjoying your job that little bit more no job is permanent remember this as well that it's very easy in this climate that we're in to pick up and move jobs from either the same sector into another sector or realize that you're not necessarily born or trained to do one thing. It is so easy in today's day and age to go and learn a new trade, a new skill set, you know, even outside of your own time uh, at, at your current job, to then move into another career. I was working in retail. Retail is all I'd known. I love talking to people. I love understanding products, being able to inform the customer of the best products suited for their needs but outside of work outside of my retail job I was working in I was studying for the knowledge of London it's a huge task huge task um, but you could replace that for anything else learn how to code start writing any of these things you're not born to do any one thing you're just there's certain things you've been exposed to across your life that you're more comfortable with doing that you would you know you can spend your time doing stuff changes you could arguably say that retail probably isn't what it was a decade ago with the advert, uh, advent of course of the internet and bigger online retailers coming into play really just kind of look at the horizon and think what is coming up next i'm i quite i really enjoy my job at the moment but i need to really be a realist and think you know what what happens if driverless cars come into play what happens if a competitor can do a better job than what i can do now I still have faith in what I do, but I, you know, be ready to the fact that you can retrain and go do anything else. And it's not that scary as it sounds. And really, if you push yourself and believe in yourself, there's really nothing you can, you can't not achieve um, with with your, you know, skill sets and talents. So always think about it in terms of um, retraining your skills and capabilities, because the world is always adapting and changing. Understand why you're working as well. Hobbies play a big part in it. I, the job I do, so I can have the time I wish to do my biking, my any of my hobbies. 
or whatever. Why is it you're actually working towards? If you're working towards buying a house, going on holiday, that will give you some drive towards going to work. Talk to some of the people that you work with. Why are they working? Why are they specifically in the job you're in? Does it need to necessarily be that job? Maybe you could go to a higher paid job to achieve your goal sooner. There's really, again, in today's current age and climate, there's nothing is off the table in terms of how well you can advance yourself or progress yourself um, if you really put your mind to it and work out what it is you want from your job and most importantly, your life. Those two go hand in hand. Uh, you're going to spend a lot of time working um, and ideally you want to spend less time working to do the things you want to do. But if you make those two go hand in hand, that's going to be a much bigger win for yourself overall. Um, change the conversation that you have at work um, and even just people that you talk with when it comes to your job. I find that sometimes when people ask me, you know, as a, as a driver and they're a passenger in the back, when they ask me about me, there's the certain stock arbitrary questions that people ask taxi drivers. Things like, have you had a long shift, mate? How long are you on till? Um, those kinds of things. Reframe the questions. Change it up a bit. Don't always operate on that same level. It's very easy for me to start talking about, you know, the cab, about the hours, why I do it. Ask it about them, you know, reframe them into the conversation with your colleagues at work rather than turning up on Monday. Or the, the best example of this, in fact, I used to think um, it's, it's always something that's, that's sort of played on me. Um, the receptionist, a receptionist at any big office or place. I used to think receptionist or some of them were crazy. They were bonkers. Well, they're not crazy, but the way they respond to people, they had to kind of approach with a lot differently because they wanted to drive themselves crazy. Use this as an example. Most people, when they walk into a big office building, you have the really nice uh, receptionist at the front desk that greets you on the way in. You say, morning to them, or nice weather, or can't wait to go home, blah, blah, blah. That receptionist, especially if it's a big office, has heard that same stock canned reply 50 times already that day from everyone that's walked inside that building. And I used to think they were crazy because some of them were really, some of the receptionists were quite animated in how they'd reply to you. They'd be crazy, they'd do big arm gestures, they'd be like, have a really nice day, and they'd do like these really big arm gestures. And I'd be like, what the hell is this person on? But all it is is that they're just trying to differentiate their day because if they just went oh nice day nice to see you again goodbye they've had that same interaction 50 times that's really quite boring and mundane from their perspective so try and shape your world like that is there anything that you do in your job that seems so repetitive that you do over and over again you know almost stock kind of replies i think that's when I realise, well, hold on a minute, I'm falling into a bit of a trap here if I'm doing the same stuff. So really switch it up for the benefit of the person you're talking to, for the benefit of yourself, um, and go down a different, different lineage. And I, I like to do that whenever I go into these places and I see receptions now. Look at that person's job as well. I think you um, yourself should have that responsibility and obligation. Like when you go and buy your coffee or go and buy lunch, rather than just bolting straight to the counter and just saying... I would like a large latte, blah, 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 um, and this, please, thank you, here's the money, whatever. 
I always make a big effort to actually go up to that person so they can kind of slow down the tempo and say, hi, how are you doing today? Because especially in places like London where it's really fast paced, they really enjoy that. The fact that you're not just coming in and barking an order at them and it kind of breaks their day down a bit um, and really recognise this in just other areas of life. You might be just assuming things or just going a million miles an hour into things. Slow down, change the script. Don't go into stuff so, so fast or so, so assuming um, and make it more enjoyable for that other person. So change those conversations. Don't compare your job with other jobs. This is, oh, this, I've, I've really fallen into this trap quite a bit. I think we all do, really. We've got to understand, and I touched on this earlier, that jobs, I believe, are, are really quite unique, even though there's many, many jobs. Your job should align with your values and your priorities. Um, so what might be a good job for one person will be a bad job for someone else because of how it works. So really don't compare the two. Don't compare wages because it's not about a wage game in my mind. Um, it's about the value that that then gives to you. It's, again, the analogy being £100,000 a year job, but you're working your nuts off all year round, or do you take a £20,000 a year job, but you get to do that in, say, a month? I think I would much rather a £20,000 a year job and I only work one month of the year. Wouldn't that be great? You can then spend a lot of time focusing on the things that you're truly passionate about. That is all I've got on this topic for work this week. Please, please, please do get in touch um, on my website. My website is tom.taxi or if you're American, tom period taxi. Um, so there's no.coms.co.uk, literally just tom.taxi and all the relevant uh, comments are there. I will be updating it with a podcast section and other bits and pieces there. If you're listening to this on um, Apple Podcasts um, or, of course, iTunes, Overcast, Spotify, any of those mediums, please do leave a comment, ratings, subscribe. This all really helps the podcast. And like I say, each week I want to go deeper and uh, delve into more and more topics. Get your feedback, what you want to hear about topics and subjects that are troubling you. And we can have this nice open discussion and go further and further. Thank you very much, and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Goodbye.